Good morning. It's good to be with you on this uh, beautiful Monday morning as we continue in the book of Acts. Uh, last uh, Friday, we looked at Acts 16, 11 through 15 when Lydia was converted. Uh, and today we're going to uh, look at um, we're going to look at Acts 16. Um, one of the great stories uh, in Scripture. One, well, just just one of the one of the best stories. The Philippian jailer, just a story that I, I love. So many people love. It's just a, one of the more powerful stories in the Bible. So we're going to be looking at Acts 16, um, chapter verse 16 through verse uh, 40. A little bit of a longer section here, but it's really. I thought about breaking it up, but it really we need to read it together. Um, so Acts 16, uh, 16 through 40, uh, and just remember there um, in Philippi. So uh, this is the community where uh, the letter of Philippians was written to. So just some background there uh, in Ma in Macedonia, in, in Greece. So um, just uh, this is Paul and his Gentile European first movements. So, um, so here we are in, um, in, Philippi, in, in, uh, in Philippi. One day, as we were going to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners a great deal of money by fortune, by fortune telling. While she followed us, and remember Luke is recording this. That's why you see us. So it's Luke, the author of the book of Acts, that's writing this. When she followed Paul and us, she would cry out, these men are slaves of the Most High God who proclaim to you a way of salvation. She kept doing this for many days. But Paul, very much annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I order you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when our owners saw that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the authorities. When they had brought them before the magistrates, they said, These men are disturbing our city. They are Jews and are advocating customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to ad adopt or observe. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates had them stripped of their clothing and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After they had given them a severe flogging, they threw them into prison and ordered the jailer to keep them secure, securely. Following these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. The prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was an earthquake so violent the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, since he supposed the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted in a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. The jailer called for lights, and rushing in, he fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them outside and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe on the Lord Jesus, who, and you will be saved, you and your household. They spoke the word of the Lord to him and all who were at his house. At the same hour of the night, he took them and washed their wounds, and he and his entire family were baptized without delay. He brought them up to the house and set food before them. And he, is, he and his entire household rejoiced when he had become a believer in God. When the morning came, the magistrate sent the police, saying, Let these men go. And the jailer reported the message to Paul, saying, The magistrate sent word to let you go. Therefore, come out now and go in peace. But Paul replied, They have beaten us in public, uncondemned, men who are Roman citizens, and have thrown us into prison, and now are going to discharge us in secret? Certainly not. Let them come and take us out their themselves. When the police reported these words to the magistrates, they were afraid when they heard they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them. They took them out and asked them to leave the city. After leaving the prison, they went to Lydia's home. When they had seen and been encouraged by the brothers and sisters there, they departed. Okay, so um, 
This is one of the more beautiful conversion stories in all the Bible. Just, just a powerful story. But a couple of background things here. Um, Paul once again mentions that he is a Roman citizen. And this is a huge deal. And the fact that he's a Roman citizen uh, will be important throughout Acts because the fact that he's a Roman citizen allows him to make an appeal to Caesar when he is... Um, when he is uh, accused of crime. So he says, I'm a Roman citizen. Uh, and appeal, I appeal to Caesar and uh, he is able to get to Rome that way. So that's a big deal for that. And of course, Roman citizens were, spoke, were afforded special privileges and, and protections. So uh, just as in America, you're innocent until proven guilty. A Roman citizen shouldn't just be randomly beaten or flogged uh, for no real reason. Um, we see, of course, here, Paul cast out the the, for, uh, the demon or the spirit that had been uh, causing this girl to have these powers, uh, made her her uh, her owners upset, and that's what caused all the ruckus. Um, but what I really love is the story of the Philippian jailer's conversion. Um, Paul and Barnabas were um, in the jail cell singing hymns and praying. Um, this, to me, always harkens back to um, the stories you hear about the civil rights movement in the 60s. Uh, when many of the civil rights leaders were arrested and in jail, you would hear them singing uh, spirituals and singing hymns and praying in the jail cell. And that's um, that's a hard thing to do, isn't it? You know, uh, but I think this is a great example for us of how when we're in the midst of a storm or a trial, that um, our first option, the thing we should turn to first should be prayer and praise. Um, sometimes it seems like prayer and praise are the last option. Uh, we do that when everything else has been exhausted. But I think this story here shows us that in the midst of our trials and our, our troubles. And, and y'all think about how many times Paul writes about, <laughs> what did Paul write in Romans? Remember, the Romans letter we read recently was written after this story. So Paul talks about persecution, and peril, and sword. So Paul wasn't speaking of these things in some, in generalities. He was speaking about things he has actually experienced. He had been beaten. He had been abused. He had been, you know, thrown aside. When we read in Acts, see, that's why it was good for us to have read Romans 8, I think, in the middle of this. Because it allowed us to see when Paul talks of these things that can separate us, Paul is not speaking from theory. He's speaking from experience. Paul has experienced these things. We see it today. He experienced suffering and pain and beating and persecution. But what was it that converted the jailer? Was it their hymns and their songs? Maybe. But the text said he was asleep. What converted him was when the earthquake came, instead of Paul and the prisoners escaping, which we'd seen, go back and ask, we'd seen prisoners escape from prison before. What happened here is they didn't escape. They remained because this jailer, he was told, watch them securely, which meant if they get away, you're going to be killed. So the jailer was ready to kill himself because he knew that was he was going to die anyway. And when he realized that Paul and Silas were still in the jail cell, that his life had been spared, he knew there was something different about these men. He knew there was something different about them. And that's how we got to live, y'all. We got to live in such a radical way that when we love people, who don't 
who do not expect us to love them. Or when we forgive people who do not expect them to forgive us. Or when we show grace and mercy to people who do not expect us to show grace and mercy to them. What must I do to be saved? Believe upon Jesus. It, it, y'all, this is, this is a literal example of 1 Peter 3.15. Always be ready to give a defense for the hope that you have. So when people see us living so differently from a world that is cold and mean and cruel and unloving and unforgiving. When we live different than that, folks say to us, why do you do that? And the answer to why we do that is Jesus. That's the answer. That's the answer. That's what Paul and Silas say. Believe upon the name of Jesus and you and your household shall be saved. So the jailer, he accepts Jesus. He follows Jesus. He is baptized. And he becomes one of the critical foundation blocks of this new church in Philippi. This is a beautiful story for us of what evangelism can look like. And I think for us with evangelism, as important as it is to tell folks our story, as important as it is to proclaim the truth of Jesus Christ, which we should always be doing, our lives must match our talk. Our walk must match our talk. Paul proclaimed the love and grace of Jesus Christ to all who would be saved. But Paul didn't just proclaim the love and grace of Jesus Christ for all to be saved. Paul lived that love out to the point that he was, he was willing to even suffer himself so that someone else could know Jesus. He was willing to remain in prison in that night so this jailer could know Jesus. He was willing to do whatever he had to do so that someone else could know Jesus. Y'all, that's a great example for us, a great model for us, and a great call for us. Paul shows us how evangelism can and should work when we love so radically in Jesus' name that folks want to know who we are. And why we do it. And the answer to why is always Jesus. May we live out that love today wherever we find ourselves. Thanks for being with us today. We're going to, uh, tomorrow we're going to look at uh, Thessalonica chapter 17. So uh, thanks for joining back with us as we're in Acts. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you in the morning. Thanks. Thanks.